Hey friend, welcome to Pursuing Goals God's Way. Have you thought about finally starting that business now that your kids are older? Do you ever stay awake wondering how to mesh your passions into purposeful work? Do you have big, ambitious goals but feel overwhelmed or even unqualified to pursue them? Hey, I'm Gabe. Not too long ago, I longed for the confidence to start an online business. I just wanted to make a difference outside my home bubble using my gifts. But I kept telling myself that I wasn't good enough, I didn't know enough, and I didn't have enough time. Until I realized something huge. My kids need me to be their example, and they need to see me win. And yours do too. In this podcast, you will learn how to clarify your goals, plan with purpose, and ditch your distractions. If you're ready to make an impact and an income, all for the glory of God, then you're in the right place. As an avid runner, I believe life is one massive marathon. It's up to you to run your own race and to finish it well. So lace up those running shoes, pop in your earbuds, and let's do this thing. Hey friend, welcome to Pursuing Goals God's Way. This is the last episode of 2023. Can you believe it? We are taking a short break just to get ready for the next season, and I'm excited for all that is coming, and we will talk about that a little bit later in the show today. But we are finishing up the slow series. I've been reading The Ruthless Elimination of Hurry by John Mark Comer, and it's just such a good reminder for why we need to slow down. So far, we've talked about the fact that hurry is the enemy to spiritual growth. We've also talked about where our time is going and the symptoms of hurry sickness. We also worked through the fact that time, more time, really, isn't the answer and dove into the secret to a lighter life. Then I challenged you to look at your schedule and see if it aligns with your values. And we started talking about the four practices of an unhurried life, silence and solitude, Sabbath, simplicity, and lastly, today is slowing. It's time to wrap up this slowdown series, but I hope that it's encouraged you to look at the ways for you to eliminate hurry from your own life. Here's a quote I loved from the book. John Mark said, our time is our life and our attention is the doorway to our hearts. Think about it for a little bit. Our time is our life. Everything we choose to do takes time, and it is a piece of our life, right? And then our attention. What we choose to give our attention to is the doorway to our hearts. What we focus on, we will begin to believe. What we dwell on, we'll begin to want or need. Our attention, what we give our attention to, matters. What a powerful quote, right? So in the chapter of slowing, John Mark shares a list of rules he's living by, not to be ritualistic, but to continue practicing unhurry in his own life. I really took to some of them. And actually, some of them have already become a part of my life from times of working on unhurry in the past. But some of them I decided to give a whirl again to try for the first time. Now, you'll need to grab a copy of the book to read about all 20 of these, But here are just a few that I've implemented already and I've seen a difference with. First, driving the speed limit. I'm trying to just stick with the speed that's listed on the sign. It's a little bit hard to do, but it's been so good just in my peace of mind even. How about number two, getting into the slow lane? I actually am trying to just stay on the right on the highway or wherever, uh, unless I need to pass. Now, I mean, going less than the speed limit is not my cup of tea. I feel like that's a little ridiculous. So I will be in the slow lane unless someone is going slower than the speed limit. But maybe sometime I will try to go behind a semi. I really hate being behind semis too. But anyway, I'm going to try and go in the slow lane a little bit more often. Uh, Number three, showing up 10 minutes early for an appointment without my phone. 
I've done this a few times already and I really like it. It's, uh, it was hard at first because I was like twiddling my thumbs trying to figure out what to do. But then I kind of read the magazines that were on the table or I sat there and just thought for a little bit or I took that time to pray and it actually was really nice. I was actually kind of sad when they called my name and I was like, oh, I'm losing the time that I have just to sit here. <laughs> so I'm going to try and do that for every appointment that I have. Uh, number four is leaving my phone in the kitchen at night. I do not have the phone in my room, usually throughout the whole day, but for sure at night before I go to bed, because it's not good for us to have the blue waves and all the whatever things that are going on anyway. But it also can be a detractor to us going to bed, having screens right before bed, and then just kind of thinking about anything on the phone, social media, news, like we shouldn't be thinking about all those things at night. It's what we give our attention to, right? So I've done that for a long time and I will continue to do that rule. Number five, not touch my phone until after my quiet time in the morning. I'm usually pretty good at this. I usually just get up and take my time, get to the couch, do my quiet time, do a little stretching, do some reading, journaling, whatever it is um, for at least a half hour to 45 minutes. And then if I need to check the phone, sometimes I check it for running, for weather, because I don't know what to wear or things like that. But I try really hard not to do a whole lot on there early in the day. And then number six, I got off social media this year. I decided instead of setting a time limit, I would just get off completely. And I just don't really have any need to go back. Like I have the free Facebook group. So I still do that. Sometimes I'll go, like if I'm in a program or something and they have a Facebook group, I'll go into that Facebook group specifically. But I even don't even do that all that often unless I need something. So it's been really nice. I think this year I started in January of 2023 and I don't see myself going back in 2024. It could change. You never know, but I have really enjoyed my time away. So those are a few things that I've already been working on, but here are a few that I uh, would like to implement and see how they work. Just about three of them. The first one is I've already really made my phone as dumb as possible. That's one of uh, John Mark's suggestions is to create a quote unquote dumb phone with your smartphone. Like, I don't think I could live without GPS anymore. <laughs> so it's hard not to have a smartphone or like people have QR codes all the time now, or your wallet to get into things like tickets and stuff. So it's almost hard not to have one, but you can dumb it down as much as possible. For me, I have one word game on my phone that I really hardly play, but I kind of like word games sometimes. I don't have social media. I don't have my work email on there. I don't have any extra apps that I don't need, no other games. Um, and then my home screen is just one folder that has a few apps that I commonly use, like the weather or my camera. But one thing John Mark suggested was turning your smartphone into a grayscale because then it's not visually appealing either. So I did that this month. It's really interesting. I had no idea you could do it, but I would say it does help me not really care to be on it. So we'll see if I keep it that way. It's hard not to see my pictures in color, but the rest of it, I don't really care that I don't see color. So that's the first thing. I'm going to see how this grayscale works for my phone. The second thing is my screen time on my phone, it averages about an hour and 15 minutes on most days, which you might think is not that much time. I don't think it's that much time either, but for what I do on there, I feel like it's a lot of time. I really only text or call, use my Voxer app for voice messaging. Um, sometimes I check my email. I probably check my email a little too much on there, checking the weather, things like that. But my goal for this year is to get that average down under an hour. I'm not sure if it's possible, but I would love to see if I can do it. So that is something that I want to work on. 
Uh, another thing is walking slower. This is really hard for me, maybe because I'm short. So I've always had to walk fast to keep up. Uh, but my middle son has a slow pace. He is never in a hurry. And I think that is a really good trait at times. But for me, because I'm a driver and I'm always like rushing because we always have so much going on, it has bothered me so much. I'm like, no, we got to get going. Come on, come on, come on, go quicker, quicker, quicker. And it just kind of takes the peace out of things. So I'm going to try this too. And maybe it will help me be a bit more gracious because I really do try to hurry him up way too often rather than trying to get him started sooner so he can take the extra time that he needs to. So I'm going to try to walk slower. And then lastly, I want to focus on one single task at a time. I have ADHD brain. Um, and so like I'm here and there and everywhere. And so many thoughts are swirling in my head at one point. And I have always tried to multitask because I felt like I needed to, to get everything done as a mom, I'm juggling all the things and I have all the things in my head. And, but what I've learned is it's really hard to juggle more than one task at a time. And you usually don't get it all done as well. If you would just have worked on one thing at a time. So I'm going to get better at that one project at a time, finish that up before moving on to the next one, one task at a time, finishing that before moving on to the next one, or just stopping that task to start a new one, right? But no texting while emailing, while writing a blog post that, that just doesn't work. One focus, one task, and then moving on to the next. So those are what I'm going to work on. Maybe I'll let you know how it goes in the next few months, but I'd love to hear about you. What are some things that you want to try to do to eliminate that hurry in your own life? What things do you want to put your attention to? Remember, our time is our life and our attention is the doorway to our hearts. I think that quote from John Mark, I'm going to have to post right next to my computer so I can see it at all times. I just think that is so good. Our time is our life and our attention is the doorway to our hearts. So now we're slowing for the year here on the podcast as well. Next season starts on January 9th and I can hardly wait for all that we have in store for you, but taking a rest from things is good. I've been taught to never miss an episode if I want to grow my business. That is what the gurus say, but then what would I be teaching you? I want to model that taking a day off or some days off is good and needed even. We need time to reset and refuel, to get our creative juices flowing, to just be. So I've decided to do that with my podcast. I usually do that in December, but I wanna give you that permission too. So I have so much content for you on this podcast. We are over 200 episodes. So feel free to go back and listen to any that you haven't already. Um, but here are just five episodes that I think will inspire you as you near the new year. Episode 208, why your goal strategy isn't working and what to do instead. Uh, episode 183, how to clarify your calling when you feel the tug to start a business. This is an interview I did with Stephanie Gass, who has been a podcast mentor of mine. Episode 180, three ways to determine your spiritual gifts and why knowing them matters for your online business. Episode 175, the secret to setting yourself up for success from the start so you can crush your goals. Episode 117, what can derail you from achieving your goals? Here are five key factors. Now, I will leave links to these episodes in the show notes for you to make it easier, but feel free just to search Pursuing Goals God's Way, episode 208, for example, and you should be able to find it. So next year, 
we're hitting the ground running with our goals, learning how to mix them into our life, no matter our season or capacity, learning how to plan them for less stress and hustle, learning how to break them down in a way that makes sense and feels doable. I'm excited to go on this God goal journey with you. So I will see you again on January 9th. Until then, I'll still be in your inbox if you are on my newsletter, but I hope you take the time to rest. This is your permission if you feel like you need it. Sometimes we just need that permission, right? Take some time off. Enjoy your family. Enjoy the reason for the season. Embrace where God is leading you next and get ready for the adventure of a lifetime in your goals in this next year. All right, let's pray together. Dear Heavenly Father, I thank you for giving us this opportunity to be able to slow down, to be able to uh, abide in you and to really just listen for where you want us to go next. Lord, I pray that you'll help us to come up with some different ways for us to slow, to eliminate that hurry, some rules for life that we can live by, some boundaries for us to set. And if there are any specifically you want us to set for ourselves, I pray that you'll just nudge our hearts in that direction. And also, as we plan our goals for the new year, I pray that we'll bring you inside them, bring you along, and let you lead the planning of our goals so that we can do your will and be right there where you're calling us to be. I thank you so much for loving us and for leading us. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, friend, have an amazing rest of 2023. We'll see you back here in 2024. In all things I pray, you just run your race. I believe in you. Thank you so much for joining me today. I had a great time and I hope you did too. Before we go though, make sure you follow the podcast on your favorite listening platform if you haven't already. If you resonate with this episode, please consider leaving a review on iTunes or share it with a friend as this helps grow the podcast. Also, if you're not a part of Simplicity and Motherhood, consider joining us. It's a free online community built to provide support and encouragement so you can create balance and live intentionally as you go after your biggest goals, God's way. Head on over to redhotmindset.com for more resources and to find the link to join the community. In all things I pray, you just run your race. I believe in you.